This is KNBA News. I'm Trip Kraus. Alaska's redistricting board recently drew political boundaries that placed Southeast four sitting House members within two districts. That's because the new maps put two lawmakers' homes in different districts than they currently are in, and in one case, by less than a few hundred yards. Coast Alaska's Jacob Resnick reports. There was some relief when the draft redistricting maps were published because the size of Southeast's political delegation remained the same four House members and two state senators for next year's election. U.S. Census data shows Southeast communities have either had very modest growth or lost population, while other parts of the state grew relatively quickly. The last go-around, Southeast lost a senator and a House member, which diminished its voice in the legislature. Representative Andy Story is a Democrat now in her second term, representing Juno's Mendenhall Valley. But the new maps would put her four-bedroom house in a neighboring district that's held by a party ally. To me, it is really suspect. One half of the street, um, my side, would be in the new downtown district, and the other half of the street would stay in the current district. It's normal for political boundaries to be redrawn every 10 years to follow trends with population shifts. But Representative Sarah Hannon, also a Juno Democrat, says the new lines on the map look deliberate. It's a funny little carve-out because the neighborhood that her house is in has two sides of the street, and they took only one side of the street. The draft maps also divide Ketchikan in a novel way. A zigzag line excludes Ketchikan independent Dan Ortez's three-bedroom home on South Tongas Highway. That would land him in a sprawling 630-mile outer coastal district that would run from the Canadian border all the way up to Yakutat in territory that's largely represented now by Sitka Democratic Representative Jonathan Christ Tompkins. The Alaska Redistricting Board put out a statement saying there had been some errors in the Ketchikan Gateway Borough that would be addressed. Representative Dan Ortez says that gives him some hope. It's my understanding that the Redistricting Board has called that an error and that they intend to correct that error. Alaska's constitution says district boundaries should be compact territory. That's an integrated socioeconomic area. But Ortez says carving out the predominantly Alaska native city of Saxman and the outskirts south of Ketchikan could lump these voters with a representative that might be hundreds of miles away. It's very problematic. It puts part of South Tongass and part of Saxman as a part of the West Coast district that goes all the way up to Yakutat. And, you know, that's just not in the best interests of the people who live on Revelligato Island. Let's put it that way. Veteran Republicans involved in the redistricting process say shifting demographics made the new districts inevitable. Former state Republican chairman Randy Riedrich fronts a group calling itself Alaskans for Fair and Equitable Redistricting. There just wasn't enough population south of Juneau to build two districts under any shape. So we had to, to, to create the map that I was working on, we had to arrange to import Yakutat population from the north. He says there wasn't any deliberate effort to exclude incumbents, but Riedrich says it made sense to carve out the city of Saxman from the Ketchikan district and include it with other Alaska Native communities to the northwest. I haven't even thought about who lives where, but we did carve out, in our using that term, we did select Saxman to be in the coastal district since it has uh, most of the other Alaska Native Villages, and it has Sitka, which is the center of many of their services, I thought he was justified to include it in the Maritime District. These maps are only drafts, and the courts often get involved following legal challenges. 
but it's shaping up to be an opening of a high-stakes political exercise that will play out through the November 10th deadline to settle political boundaries. If the current maps are allowed to stand, it would shake up the political landscape in Southeast by forcing political allies to either contest each other in the 2022 election or uproot themselves. Representative Sarah Hannon says that's a tall order for part-time legislators. I am not a politically committed enough public servant to move to continue to represent a district. Which cynics might say could be exactly the point. Reporting in Juneau, I'm Jacob Resnick. And for KMBA News, I'm Trip Krause. Join KMBA News weekdays at 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon for important stories from around the state and more. Connect to the podcast at knba.org.